Good morning, everyone. You guys good? Hope you had a good lunar holiday week this past week. Did anybody eat too much? Yeah, if you did, I hope you've recovered by now. If you haven't, I heard it's prayer and fasting week this week. <laughs> Julie, yeah. how are you feeling today? How are how's you feeling being up here? Yeah, I was um, really nervous this morning, but uh, I know that how many of you are praying Amen. for me, so I feel really good to um, just say the things that God is um, putting in my heart. Amen. <laughs> I've been actually really encouraged, I think, throughout this whole week. Um, Julie's been saying how excited you've been to, to be able to share, and that's been so encouraging to hear that. So let's, let's, let's kind of jump right in. We're not going to go over your whole life story, are we, Julie? Just really the, the past few years, it seems like God has been working something very deep and very, something very significant. The, the title of today's uh, message, if you will, is, is Where Your Treasure Is. And it comes out of that verse in Matthew chapter 6 verse 21. I was wondering if you could maybe start there for us of, of how, what God had um, brought and revealed to you through this verse in Matthew chapter 6, 21, um, and what was going on in your life at that time and, and what it meant to you. Um, um, well, to um, give a little bit of explanation for this, um, I was very much, like my whole lifetime, I was um, pursuing my dreams and my career, and I thought that um, being successful in life that will bring me, like, bring my family happiness and myself happiness and fulfillment in life. Um, so I was chasing all of those after that, and then, um, yeah, so I, um, didn't realize that I was um, putting all of my time and all of my resources, all of my everything into um, fueling those things that are really temporary, like I wasn't realizing that. And so when I was on the track, I thought I was on the track of success on um, having the career that I wanted, and um, but... Um, just um, through those times and then um, this, through this verse, I realized that I was just nurturing um, the relationship away from God, that, that these other things were growing, but those are the things that my heart was there. That was the problem. And my heart, even though outside I was looking like I was a good Christian and I was going to church every Sunday, and but um, I, I realized that at some point that I, my heart was not with God and that my heart was with other things because I was putting all of those, um, my, like my treasure in it. So that's how this verse came to me. And yeah, It says, for where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that which your life centers on will be also. Um, I, didn't, I don't know if we caught what that treasure 
you were pursuing was? What, 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 were you, what did God help you see that you were pursuing? Um, I was pursuing the things that, that doesn't last long. Like, I know curry, like having a good job is important, but um, those, those weren't the things that, those could be the means of serving his kingdom, but I was putting more of as like a center of my life and like coming out of my time and my energy and my money and then like to nurture those side of my life rather than nurturing the side with God and growing in God. Yeah. So was it kind of more like a feeling that you, when God started to show to you in your heart um, that the things that you were pursuing were um, taking you away from him or how, how did you come to recognize that? Um, I was, um, I mean, I thought that when I had all those things together of pursuing those, I thought I would be happy and I would be fulfilled. But um, I, I, I soon, very soon I realized that something was missing and I wasn't happy. And those things that I thought that would make me happy wasn't give me happiness. Like, I, yeah, I knew that I was, very first time I was longing for something else other than that, yeah. Around this time, so for those of you guys who don't know Julie very well, um, you, 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 there was a time when you actually decided to be more part of the, the church and spend more um, time just doing some ministry-related things, but you were also doing your, your, your job. You had a really a job that I thought you said might be a really good job, if not your dream job. Yeah. yeah. And, and so was this around that time that you... Yeah, you yeah. I think that's around time that our um, former pastor also um, kind of brought up this position, possible position at the church. And I was very quickly turned and, oh, that's not for me. You know, that's for somebody. I mean, it could be for my husband. And um, yeah, I thought I was very happy, and then I, I was for a little bit, but then soon after that, I, everything became very like disaster, like with work, and everything was not what I was hoped for. Yeah. So, was the reason that you said this is for somebody else, more for my husband, because you were so content in your life, or was it because you didn't feel like? You know, I can do this kind of thing. It was a, you know. Yeah, I never thought that that could be something I would ever do, like working for the ministry. I thought, oh, I can work and make money and support that, but I don't think I, that's my, I don't think that's my calling, and that's my, um, I think. Yeah. So, so at what point did, because eventually you, you, you stopped going to your job, well, it's not stop, you quit your job. Mm -hmm. Right? She didn't just stop going to her job. <laughs> she, she quit her job, and then you, you joined full-time um, yeah. here doing some, some very important things at the Nation's Church. Um, what led to that decision? Like, how did that change? Um, I think the big part was to see my husband grow, um, working with the pastors. I mean, who can you ask for better co-workers? Um, so I was longing for the growth that he's 
growing in him, and I, I wanted to be having the, those growing spiritually, working with、um, pastors and people,、um, the members of the church, and yeah, I was、um, longing for the like stronger relationship with God.、Mm. You can tell that kind of touched、yeah. you thinking about. Yeah.、It. Yeah. You can feel that longing. Yes. <laughs> so good.、Um, so the, as we go through, and, and so you have started working very、um, fully engaged in, in, the, in the things that God has given you to do, Julie.、Um, and then there was a point where、um, this 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 partnership that we have with our church family in in the Himalayas. Started to also come up in terms of maybe short-term missions,、um, and so when you heard, you know, the the opportunities for short-term missions, were, were, was that something that you were interested in, in going, or how did you feel about that? I, I, I do remember the very first time I was hearing it.、Um, I remember a lot of fears because I heard from some of those. Members from the church that they went to Himalayas and like, oh, you know, they have mice and cockroaches, and <laughs> I have a fear of bugs, and then like、um, kind of scary bus ride up to mountains, and so I was like, oh, you know, kind of afraid of those. But then、um, just seeing people coming and、uh, going and coming back, I was more and more interested. And wanted to be a part of the short-term trip, yeah. Okay, so the interest was there, maybe going on a short-term、yes, missions、yes, trip.、Yes. How about being a long-term missionary? <laughs> was, was never that? thought that something. I mean, I've never imagined, and thought it will always be for somebody else. Why? Why? Why did you think? Because I think that's something similar. Maybe all, all, all many of us would have is that it's not for me. It's for somebody else. What? Why did you think that that it wasn't for you, somebody else? I thought it was always like you have to be born with the heart, or you just have to be ready, or like super spiritual and things like that. So I I knew that always I was always thought that I wasn't enough in a way. So I never did, thought that I would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> Here you sit. So, how did he? How did God start to change that mindset for you? What What did he start to do to、um, help renew your mind in, in some of those things?、Um, I, well, I thought when I went, well, be, even before we went to Himalaya, we,、um, me and my husband, talked about maybe possibly、um, like n- new place in life. So we were talking about that for a while, and then I remember him bringing up like Himalaya as one of the option, and I was like, "What?、Well, I mean, stop talking! I, I'm not interested." <laughs> <laughs> and then、um, those were the conversation we had, and then we went on a trip,、um, short-term trip, and then like something was strange.、Um, it was、um, just felt like I very warm and positive. Feeling, even though it was very uncomfortable and strange, and、um, but I, I had a feeling that、um, I will be back here, like 
So, and then we visited the ministry um, that does making jewelries and uh, accessories like this that I bought from there. And then they're helping to free those um, women who's um, at risk, at being risk at uh, trafficking and helping them settle, helping them, giving them jobs and, and see them the love of God. And so I was like very interested and I could picture myself, oh, I could maybe do something like that using my background and experience. Um, so when we came back, I was like, oh, I mean, I, w I was thinking in my head, like, should I tell my husband? Should I not? Because I was like, I think I can go for like maybe a month or something. So I um, started talking to him about it. And um, I, I, for me, it was a total transformation from my heart because I was never open anything, you know, but um, yeah. That's something that we wrote down here as yeah. one of our um, notes to be transformed from this world. And, and the scripture from Romans 12, 2 seemed to really speak to you. Um, the Spirit of God really used this to, mm. to show what, what, what felt important from this verse. Um, it says here, um, uh, be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind. And um, I, I was thinking that how God renew my mind, my heart, and I thought it was total sudden change that one minute I was this and the next minute I was that. But I was reading this verses and it says, as you mature spiritually. So through all these times that um, I know that God was maturing me spiritually. So, I mean, I always, I mean, even a couple of years ago, we wanted to go short-term trip together, but it never worked out. And But I was looking back if I went on that time, I don't think I would have ready to, because I wasn't spiritually ready to hear that he's calling us there. Um, but I, I mean, reading this verses reminded me that um, it wasn't a sudden heart change. He was changing my heart, like through all these times, I was just ready to hear it this time. Yeah. This might be a difficult question, but I, I, what would you say it was your part in this? We, we hear that God was changing your heart. Was there a part that you played? Was there some decisions that you had to make internally or externally? I think... For God to do this? Well, I think it's just all of those. We, a lot of us talks about baby steps. It's not like a big step that we took, but it was just like little step, like working like giving up some things and working at the, the ministry. And then even though it wasn't not my best strength and I had to do a lot of things that I wasn't, it wasn't comfortable for me or it wasn't easy for me, but just like kind of giving up those and, and just stepping up and just a little step. I think he was, yeah, working on me. I love that, the little steps that God gives us because, like, if he did say, oh, in a couple of years you're going to go to the Himalayas. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't been, think so. <laughs> kind of a big step. Yeah. But there were these little steps mm. that 
God only not only put in front of you, but mm. you decided to say, okay, I'm going to take them. Yeah. Amazing. There was something else happening around the time. Someone was praying. Um, yeah. So you came back from the short-term missions trip, and you weren't expecting to, to feel this way towards maybe going back, mm-hmm. right? Um, could, you, could you share a little bit about what you shared with your husband when you realized you had this feeling about maybe going yeah, back? Um, yeah, I think I told him that, you know, I'm interested in maybe going, you know, that ministry, and like this is something that I can, you know, use my experience and let's look into that. And then he told me that he's um, been praying for me. Because <laughs> um, I remember a couple of years ago, he brought up the same exact ministry and like, oh, aren't you interested in something like this? And then I was like, no, I'm not. And, um, but um, he told me that he's been praying for me, that if, if God wanted to go because he can't go by himself <laughs> we're one body so yeah so he needed to change my heart and he did and he answered his prayer because i mean he wasn't praying for us he wasn't praying for ourselves he was praying to do the work for him to bring his glory so god answered the prayer that he's been praying Amen. Well, that seemed to be the the, yeah. kind of the second part there. God hears us if we ask anything according to His will. Is there anything that you wanted to mention out of those scripture verses? Yeah, I really strongly felt that First um, John five fourteen that um, if, if we ask anything according to His will that is consistent with His plan and purpose, He hears us. So. Um, he hear his prayer, like, and then, like, slowly, because he knew where my heart was, exactly where it was. So he slowly changed my heart, yeah. Amen. So you weren't feeling angry at him for praying this prayer? No, I think I would have been angry <laughs> if it was happened, like, a couple of years ago. <laughs> but I wasn't, yeah. I think the point you bring is so beautiful and so true is it's not about what we want right praying about what god wants in agreement with that Mm -hmm. and that's what he brings to fruition you really experience that you so after this um uh, you guys when did you guys finally decide to say all right let's let's talk with pastor young ho let's talk with some people about this this thing here when was that um, I think it was, uh, we knew that it, we wanted to make sure it wasn't a sudden decision or like a feeling, like um, out of the feelings. So um, so we waited and prayed for a couple months and then we like, okay, I think it's still there. Let's talk to Pastor Young Ho and Kelly. So, yeah. And then at that point, you guys made a decision, right? There was a decision to say... I don't think we, like, made a decision. I think we were, like... I think this is what I f- we feel very strongly of okay. God is telling us. And then we wanted you guys to pray, and then 
be on the journey with us because we were just taking little steps at that time. Yeah. And what were some of the, maybe the emotions or the process that you were going through after you shared that with us? Was it peaceful? Was it pretty smooth? Or, or did you experience some um, challenges in that? I thought it was, but then, <laughs> you know, um, as a human, worries keep coming and goes, and I was even like thinking after I told you guys, and like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have told them, you know, like, can I change my mind? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was more of like praying through those times and how, you know, just being preparing and ready fully before we are committing. Could you share with us a little bit about what some of those worries were and then also um, how God started to talk to you about those worries? Um, I think those are the worries that's very, <laughs> might be very basic things, um, like how we're going to survive there and how we're going to live and how we're going to eat and how we're going <laughs> to, all of those uh, basic things we have. And I was just like, I'm so worried that, you know, how we're going to survive, like, you know. Um, so, like, I just worried so much about those things, and um, so every time I was worried and seeking answers to God, and He always um, um, point me this uh, scripture that Matthew six twenty five to twenty six, and then. Um, I love the part where um, I think I was, um, he talks about the um, wildflowers out in the field and how pretty they are without anything. They don't have like closet full of clothes <laughs> and, um, like we do, and, but God clothed them so pretty colors and by seasons. And, and then the bird up in the sky, this bird says that, um, they don't have a barns to store the food for them every year, and but God feeds them, and they're beautiful. And and like God is keep telling me, I love you so much more, and you're worth so much more than they are. So <clears throat> stop worrying about those things, and you know, I'm gonna take care of you. Um, yeah. And what did that mean to you? Well, it just so um, gives me so much freedom. I was, I mean, there's millions of things to worry about if we start worrying about things of this world. Because there's so many things to follow. You need to do that, you need to do this. But um, with God, just, I mean, He's the only one that can free us completely. And that's what he did. Yeah. Freed you from your words. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. What would you say to people and that person who's listening to you right now? You could be here in our in our building today. It could be maybe even on on podcast. And God's God's touching their heart about saying, "I've got I've got some big plans for you." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and. and but they're, they're maybe caught up in words. 
or maybe in, with insecurities. Um, what do you think the first thing that they can do? What's the most important thing, perhaps? Well, well, I was been in that for a long time, and then I think it's important to just to be aware that you are, and then where you are, and then just keep seeking answers. It might not be right away that change will happen, or for me, it took me years to realize. But um, just realizing and praying to God that He will guide us and help us, and He always does, and might not be a really big step, but it might be a little step here and there, and you might wander off a little bit here, but God will, if you keep seeking, God will point you to the right directions. Yeah. I love that that's what God does. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's, we can trust to do that for us. Yeah. So there was a point where God had freed you from your worries and your anxieties and concerns, and then you started getting a little bit excited mm-hmm. about what's to come. I remember you sharing that with yeah. me. But then that had its own challenges. Yes. Um, I was, after the worry stage has passed, uh, I was really excited of what, uh, what we're going to be doing and what kind of um, work that involved. And um, I mean, I could use all of my experiences. I was so excited. But then it kind of like starting to kind of concern me a little because I heard from uh, other missionaries that going into the field that were have a huge heart for these people, and they go, they go, and things don't work out as they hoped, and or just just it didn't turn out that they were weren't really meeting so much need that they were hoping for these people, so they get discouraged, and that. I heard that that's my that's one of the reasons some people draw back and um, burned out or something. So I was like, I was nervous that am I going to do this work or am I going there because I love God. Um, so I battled with that for a long time. I wanted a clear answer from God. God, please tell me this is okay because I know that you use these things to draw people like that. So, like, please tell me, like, give me clear answers. I was, like, praying and seeking answers for a long time. I don't think he (laughs) told me any, like, clear, like, word for word. And, like, look at this. But um, through those times, I, something, like, grow inside of me. Um, it, It was the love for God that it's grown so much that I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, I don't care what I do, you know. Um, I'm just um, so glad to be a part of plan and so close um, to the people who never heard. Um, so I think uh, that was his way of teaching me that um, this this is your reason. Um, Nothing else is, yeah. I think he spoke to you very clearly. <laughs> Perhaps not in audible words, but wow. Just to be filled with his love so, so much that it doesn't matter the practical things perhaps we're involved in as long as we can bring that to, to God. And I love, it reminds me of um, how God 
reassures us of the things that he's given to us. Sometimes we, we hear it and we're, we're really good about it, but then we get a little bit rocked mm-hmm. or we get a little bit unsure and we mm-hmm. have some doubts. Mm-hmm. But then he comes back and he reassures. I'm sure that's not going to be, this is not going to be the only time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be many more times. He's done that with Abraham, with the promises that he's given to him um, and many other people in scriptures. This verse in Job was also very meaningful for you um, under the heading, let go of earthly things and let God be your everything. Uh, where, where did this um, come into, into this whole journey? Um, as, as we are um, preparing, um, I realized how many things I hold on to. Um, it's just so many things I can't live without, but I was reading this and kind of um, really make me think of how we came. It says, naked without positions, I came into this world from my mother's womb, and naked will I return there. And then Lord gave, the Lord has taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. So um, we came to this world as a baby, like with anything, without no nothing. But then as we live this life here that we have many things it's not that it's not bad that we have a lot of things with us but it's just those things can't be the hindrance of following God but I realized how many things I was like I couldn't give up this but I have to um yeah so I um just realized how to how to let go of things and how to be God of your everything. Yeah. Would you say that that has been a difficult process for you? Or what has been your experience of letting go of some of these things that maybe meant something to you? Um, I think a big thing was to let go of the expectations from people around us that um, I always, that's why I kind of strive for the success in life because I wanted to meet their expectations. Um, But then I realized that those things doesn't really matter if you don't, if that, I mean, meeting their needs means like you have to meet everything that they expect you to do and it's impossible. But with God, you just follow one and then that's so much easier for me. So simple. Amen. Is there anything on your heart that you wanted to share as we kind of wrap this this part up um, this morning? Um. <laughs> anything that you want to encourage the church with, uh, the things that God has encouraged you with? Um, well, the one thing is that maybe not, I mean, we are going, but maybe not everybody is going too far away, but we're all called. Um, to go somewhere, whether it is your neighborhood, it's your family, um, just we are called everywhere. Um, but just to aware that um, we're all in this together, doing, I mean, we're not doing any different things there. I mean, we might be far away and doing a little different work, but we are all doing the same work for God. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. Can we give. Julie, a thank you plus. Thank you so much. I love these 
these times that we can just hear people's testimonies that God has given to them. They're, they're special. You know, it is so true. Um, I love what Julie said there at the end, that God has called each and every one of you who is a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what a disciple is. You follow Jesus. You don't follow your own heart. You don't follow other people. You follow Jesus. And so that's what it means when he calls you. <laughs> just like I call my kids. You know, I don't call them just for fun. You know, I call them to come. <laughs> right? And, and that's what he says to his disciples. Come and follow me. And, and he is. He's calling each and every one of us for his purpose to, to make disciples. Yeah, right, right where you are, but maybe somewhere else too. And, I, and that last point where it says, you know, um, let go of earthly things so that God can be your everything. I think this is a, such an important truth for us because the treasures of this earth, all they do when we pursue them and we even get them is they point to the fact that they cannot fill the God-sized desires that God has put inside of us for his love, for meaning and purpose, for significance and worth. These things that when we, when we pursue these earthly things, they just show us that they cannot fill. In fact, they probably dig that hole deeper for, for us. So we, we cannot pursue these things. We need to let them go. And my question to you is, what, is, what has God been ministering to you through this message today? Yeah? What is he maybe even highlighting for you is your treasure? Because it says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And until we can let go of these treasures that we have in this world, we cannot, we cannot follow God. We, we just cannot. But when Jesus is your treasure, your heart is sure to follow him. And not only that, your heart becomes one with God's heart. And, and you get to experience the very things that breaks the heart of the Father begins to break your heart. And it spurs you into action. The Bible says the love of Christ compels us. And the love from the Father comes and compels us right into action to do what God wants to do. And it becomes one with yours. Jesus said, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. To do what God wants is so yummy. That's what Jesus is saying. So delicious, so delightful, so satisfying. I crave it. Do you? Do, do you crave to do what God wants? Is it your delight? Is it your food? The only way it can be is if Jesus is your treasure. Because wherever your treasure is, your heart will be also. And then you recognize <laughs> everything else 
that is what you seem to be a treasure that seemed enticing, alluring, attractive, is like what Paul says, rubbish, dung. And he counts it all for loss to gain Jesus Christ. He counts it all but rubbish in the, in the view of the surpassing knowledge and value of knowing Jesus Christ as his Lord. And when you know Jesus as your treasure, it's like that, that, the parable. Do you remember that parable that Jesus told of the man who, who went into a field and, and found hidden treasure in that field? And do you remember what he did? He went out and he sold everything that he had, everything that he had to buy that field. Why? Because it was worth it. In fact, there was everything that he had couldn't even compare to the worth of what he found. That's Jesus, my friends. And if you don't know Jesus and he is not your treasure, then, then you cannot experience this, this change. And you cannot have your heart follow Jesus if he is not your treasure. So friends, is he your treasure? And if you don't know Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, oh, he's knocking at your door right now. And he wants to show you that he is everything that your heart has been longing for and desiring. And he wants to be your treasure. And all you have to do, the Bible tells us, it says that we confess with our mouth that he is Lord. And we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. And salvation is ours. It comes by faith. It comes by believing him and treasuring him and knowing him in this way.